Hey Radio Nonsense listeners, if your grotty bleaters, sorry, grown-ups, want to help support this podcast, then they can sign you up to the Linda Edition via Apple Podcasts or Acast Plus. The Linda Edition is a version of this very show where adverts appear as often as Linda does, which is never. Yes, including this annoying advert at the beginning. You'll also get the podcast a whole day earlier than everyone else, and you never know, if enough people sign up, there might be bonus content too. Get those grotty bleaters to hit the button on Apple Podcasts, or find the confusing link in the podcast blurb to do it on Acast+. Plus. Linda? You hear that, Linda? You have your own edition of the show, Linda? You are listening to... Comedy Club for Kids presents... What's smoking, people? And welcome to the... Oh, wait, hang on. What is smoking? Who's cooking a stinky hippo in the office? What have I told you? This whole place smells like someone put a durian fruit in a dirty nappy. And if you don't know what a durian fruit is, look it up, but never, ever smell it. Never smell it. It smells a lot like an overcooked, slightly burnt, stinky hippo. Sorry, um, what I meant to say was, uh, hello and welcome to... Uh, wait, what's this show's name again? Um, hang on a second. Um, is it Hudio Smonsons? No. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Nondio Ronsons. Uh, no, um, NCO Monsons. Ah, yes, no, I've got it now. And thank you to Clara Lilly for that excellent intro suggestion. And welcome uh, to Even More Radio Nonsense, the official comedy club for kids podcast, suitable for all ages from... to... And everything in between. I'm Tiernan and I hope you're all doing okay, especially those of you who are doing homeschooling and remote learning. Um, I keep hearing about remote learning. I'm not sure why you need to learn how to use the remote. Can't you already do that? All of you watch the TV already, don't you? Um, but I guess maybe with remote learning, it teaches you how to do all the complicated things on the TV, like make all the colours swap around or um, make the image really, really small so your stompy sulk trolls, sorry, grown-ups, have to go really close to the screen to see it. And then you can say, hey, you are too close to the TV and it's not good for you and then they'll get super annoyed or maybe it's so you can change the sound so it's always really really quiet except during the adverts when it's so loud that it scares the cat um so who knows uh what you might be learning about the tv remote right now uh, but whatever it is i do hope it's going okay and um, thank you for all your lovely emails and messages and a big thank you this week to the ball family who have very kindly sent in some very very funny knock knock jokes that i will read to you right here and right now uh anna age 10 sent in Knock, knock. Who's there? You. You who? You who to you two. Ah, oh, brilliant. I love that so very much. Um, I would also really like someone to actually knock on my door and say, you who to you two. I think that would really cheer me up. Imagine how much fun that would be. You get a knock on the door and you're like, ah, oh, what's that? Someone's bothering me. Is it some boring post? Is it someone putting rubbish leaflets in the door? And then you open it and they go, you who to you who. Ah, oh, I'd feel brilliant. It'd be so much better. Um, so thank you, Anna. Maybe you should start a you who to you sort of postal service. I think that would really cheer people up at the moment. The next joke is from Mika Ball, um, who swears that they are 12 and definitely not 100. But that is exactly the sort of thing a 100-year-old trying to pretend they're only 12 would say. So don't try to fool me, Mika. I am wise to these sneaky 100-year-old tricks. Uh-huh. But um, thank you for this very excellent joke, which goes... And once again, I'm just going to do both parts because I'm sitting in the uh, in the Comedy Club for Kids HQ by myself. So I hope you don't mind. This is... Um, 
I'm going to be both sides of the door, which requires a lot of acting skill, but I'll do it just for you. So this joke goes, knock, knock. Who's there? I love you. I love you too. I love you too, man. Ah, oh, it's amazing. That's very funny. But how nice would it be if someone knocked on your door and just said, I love you too, man? Oh, okay, I suppose it might be weird. I mean, like, I love you, man. Oh, that's nice, Mr. Postman, but could I have my package now, please? Hmm. Um, and lastly, uh, but certainly not leastly, uh, Clara Lillyball, um, who is 99.9999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999999
I'm doing very well, thank you. Uh, your wonderful listeners won't know this because this is purely an audio medium, but I am wearing my Sonic Christmas jumper and uh, I'm proud of it. I'm proud to it's be wearing brilliant. it. I have to say, it is. Uh, I can see it and it is brilliant. It's great. It says Merry Christmas, so there's no mistaking. It's not just a subtle Christmas jumper with a few like snowflake designs or anything. It's got full Merry Christmas emblazoned on it. I mean, could I try and help you justify it by saying that, you know, Sonic obviously goes so fast that he would probably get to Christmas mm. sooner than any of the rest of us. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He ran around the world really fast and made it to December 25th. He said it's good. He said next Christmas is really good. Oh, good. oh that's a relief. That's really nice yeah. to know. Fantastic. That's yeah. It. Yeah. So, yeah, it must be, that would be quite annoying if you were constantly getting to, because like no one else would be able to get you presents in time because you're already there. No, that's true. Uh, I feel he's, there's a hint of sadness in his voice, but he says it is good, at good. least. Good. Well, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a brilliant job. And, and also the listeners won't know that you also have an absolutely massive cat uh, sitting on <laughs> yeah. you at the moment. He's got the colour scheme of tails. Uh, he's orange and white, but his name is Freddie Mercury. He's absolutely brilliant because um, he has got Another an excellent moustache. Yeah, he's got it's absolutely <laughs> yeah. brilliant. Um, but what I like as well is that he's you climbed onto the shoulders of Sir Edmund Hillary, and now uh, Freddie Mercury is currently sitting on you. So I'm guessing yes. he might have got even higher on top of the mountain. That's true. He can see all kinds of great stuff. He said uh, that eagle flying through the rainbow. You won't know this, Suze, because I'm higher up than you. I can see more. But after it flew through the rainbow. It uh, drop kicked the sun. Whoa. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and it made summer happen. So good news, summer's coming. Oh, that's good. Wow. I mean, yeah. it, I'm jealous of all, the, all these things that both you and Freddie Mercury have already seen <laughs> today. I'm, I'm just stuck in my room and I've seen, uh, I currently see a pigeon looking a bit sad. Um, okay, all right. I'll see what I can see through this exact window. Hey, my mum's got the uh, good parking space. I can see that. Ah, oh, that's She'll good. She'll be pleased with that. That is There's good. a really good parking space and my mum always tries to get it. Uh, sometimes our next door neighbour gets it yeah. and it, it creates a level of anger in both my mother and I that can only be compared to the anger of Sir Edmund Hillary when I was <laughs> atop his shoulders. <laughs> it is it is something that some of our listeners might not understand but they will have seen their parents getting uh probably very angry about these things but i we've got yeah. a brilliant parking space that is right outside where we live but mm. during last year for the whole of the first lockdown for three and a bit months somebody somebody <laughs> that i've been calling lots of rude names parked a huge <laughs> van there and then decided no. to do up the van and take the engine apart and take it all apart and it took up mm -hmm. the whole space and i was no livid yeah uh -uh. i was absolutely livid i'm not having it i think i'm gonna send that eagle that's been through a rainbow and drop kick the sun down to van guy yeah well that tell him it. to get gone that was it. Well, I, I referred to him as uh, Jean-Claude Damvan. That was what we called him. But he was he was awful. And I, I had lots of dreams about taking like one part out of his engine and throwing it down the road so that he couldn't fix his van or, or doing something particularly mean. Um, but I didn't. Looking and eventually like peeping. Yeah, <laughs> peep, peep through the window at him and just watch him there, like trying to start the van over and over again and doing lots of like exaggerated head scratching. Like, huh, why isn't? 
why isn't this working? And you through the window going, <laughs> but then it means he stays there longer, which has worked that, not in your favour. That was one of the reasons why I didn't do it. And, and eventually he did fix the van and drive off. And um, I've spotted, he's been back, but I've not let him Ooh. get in the space. He's not Put having it. There. <laughs> what was that? Put some cones there. I yes. didn't park in a parking space yesterday because uh, I went to pick up a desk yesterday because I live a pretty exciting life. Uh, I didn't park in a space on the road because someone had put two cones there. Oh. They, they weren't put there by the council. That's very clever. I didn't it's, park there. I went, oh, no, I won't. It is something <laughs> that I should advise like all kids listening, really, that if, if you don't want, say, your grown-ups to like go in the kitchen because you're busy making a brilliant sandwich or you don't want them to watch the TV because yeah. you want to watch something, just put a cone on the sofa, yeah. um, put mm-hmm. a cone in the kitchen, put a cone in your bedroom. Then they just they won't go yes. in because they'll know it's, it's a warning. Put cones around the remote and go, oh, sorry, Mum, I put those there uh, because uh, you are not allowed to use the remote. That's it. And she'll go, she'll go, oh, but also there were those cones. Adults respect cones. That's it. You have to respect the rules. It is the rules. If you get some hazard tape as well, then they'll definitely keep away mm. from the area. Yeah. It, um, it's very that's good. That's it. Very good. Ask um, for them for Christmas. That's it. That's, that's a great Christmas present as well. And the only thing is, I suppose, they're quite hard to disguise with wrapping. Like, you'd sort of know you had a cone. You'd know it was a cone. Um, I guess you could put them in a really big box. Because yeah. as we all know, the best present comes in the biggest box. That's a, that's, that's true. a fact. And then you'd have a big box. And you as well, open so. the box and you go, yeah, exactly. Got a big box. Uh, Freddie Mercury, the cat, loves a box, loves climbing. Um, you can open box and go, oh, it was cones. Yeah. And then yeah, it's that's... still a surprise. That's really good. That's really good. Well, yeah. I was going to ask you, I mean, I feel like we've already given a lot of tips, uh, tips for climbing mountains, yeah. tips for um, not letting uh, the grown-ups use the controls. But I was going to ask you, you mm-hmm. know, we've all been stuck at home. A lot of the kids listening to us are stuck at home. Uh, I was wondering if you've got a tip for if you're if you're stuck indoors, like what have you been doing to keep yourself entertained? What's a good thing uh, to do when you can't go anywhere for a while? Ooh, well, because the only thing that distinguishes me from myself as a child is the fact that I now respect cones. Um, I have been going back and playing all the old video games that I loved when I was a kid. So we're going back a long time, but it's like original Sonic games. So I've been playing a lot of uh, Sega Mega Drive games and it is really fun. And I still think people who are, my age minus 30 years would still enjoy them <laughs> well, can I, so i've got a question to ask you because that mm. sounds really exciting and there's loads of old games that i still uh, like i've recently played the, the very uh, very very first super mario brothers but you can Ooh, now play it yes. so that you t- take on 35 other people at the same time on the switch and it's oh, it's quite amazing. exciting but here's the yeah. thing right here's the thing that i couldn't remember how difficult mm. some of these games were because in the new games it's like oh no you died hey you get to come back and try it again oh you yeah. died you get to come back whereas in the old games like you're dead and that's it now you have to turn that's up it. your console and stand outside sonic you begin with three lives imagine you've never played that game before or played many platformer games like imagine me playing that in 1991 which i did um you'd go okay i've got these three lives oh i've already lost all of them you're done. Yeah, that's so you it. are forced to get better at the game. You have to. You have to get better, and you have to remember every single bit and how to dodge it. The, the game yeah. that me and my brother used to play loads was Bubble Bubble, and oh, it had like a hundred levels or hundred and ten if you count the bonus ones. And the yes. amount of times we get to like ninety nine and then die and lose our last life, and it was over, and you had to start all over again. Just devastating. Awful. Yeah. It's cruel. Yeah. 
It's cruel, very, but... Like it's a cruel way that we learn to survive in yes, video games. That is it. But it also <laughs> makes you brilliant at really old video games that are yeah. harder to control than all the new ones that then mean you're not as good at the new <laughs> <Yeah>. ones. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, and it makes you good at parking and negotiating cones and it's very good. Is there a particular, so obviously Sonic is your favourite. Is there another particular old yeah. game that you would recommend to um, for kids to try out? Because some of them are like Ooh, completely yeah. bonkers ones as well, aren't they? Oh, yeah, there's some crazy games. There's a, a great puzzle game called, again, it's part of the Sonic series, kind of, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. Whoa. That's a, <laughs> oh, it's great. It's like, um, it's like Candy Crush, but it's just better. So you've got all these beans in different colours, they're being released, you've got a match-up for, and then the beans are free. But you're also playing against another robot and you have to fight, I think, 10 robots, maybe wow. 11. And then the final boss is Robotnik. And I pretend, when I play it now, as an adult, I pretend that it's Donald Trump and I'm beating him. <laughs> and it worked, it came true. <laughs> can I check, are the beans mean as well? Because the beans, it sounds like you're saving no, the beans and they, you know. You're saving the beans. The beans are not mean. The machine is mean. Sure. So they're it's mean a, bean It's machines. a mean bean machine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That sounds brilliant. Yeah. Um, interesting you mentioned robots though. We're going to come to that in a minute. Um, okay. But I, I think this might be a good insight into what you might be talking about in a, in a second uh, when we get to the important part. Um, but obviously mm. important parts before the important part. Is that this is an audio podcast? We've mentioned that several times now, um, but we can't see your brilliant uh, Sonic Christmas jumper. We can't see the brilliant no. Freddie Mercury cat. Um, so I wondered if you could give the listeners a favourite noise that you might have. Um. Oh yeah! Whoa, that's a great noise. Is that good? It's yeah. it's sort of um, paying homage to Freddie Mercury. Also, it's got the personality of Sonic, so it links them together. That is quite good. Do you use that noise? He's quite regularly? a positive guy. Yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah. What would be Whenever a good situation mom... to use it in? Um, if I'm if I'm at Tesco with my mum and I see it's two for one on Cadbury's chocolate fingers, oh yeah. Perfect. And then later, if my mum goes cup of tea, I go oh yeah. That's perfect. That's really perfect. That is an absolutely brilliant noise. Thank you for that. Um, and of course, the okay. other thing I have to ask you for is that this podcast is suitable for people of all ages, um, except, well, last week it wasn't suitable for 102-year-olds. Long story. But anyway, okay. so, otherwise it's suitable for people of all ages. And that means it has to be completely family-friendly. We can't say any rude words. And I wondered if there was a rude word that you can promise you won't say during this show uh, to make sure that it is family-friendly. Bum guff. Bum guff? That is a horrific yeah, word. I won't that is say awful. that. I, w- I will not be saying that on this family-friendly podcast. Please don't say bumgraff. Please don't say bumgraff on this show even once because it is, I mean, that Definitely is really wouldn't. appalling. Yeah, it's quite an yeah. awful word. I mean, it's it, it would be an awful word to shout very loudly at the top of your voice in the street. That's what I can say. Oh, imagine the scenes. Yeah, yeah. the awful scenes. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you for not Carnage. saying bumgraff on this show. I really okay. appreciate that. <laughs> Okay, um, Suze, this is the important bit of the show. This is why I have you here, and I've asked you because you are, uh, this is, you know, this is your area of expertise. Um, we okay. have been sent in this question from Elliot, who is aged eight and from California, which is very exciting. Um, Hi, and Elliot. Elliot. Yeah, Elliot has asked, um, what if you were a robot? And I suppose before yeah. I ask that, I should just check, are you, you're not a robot, are you? This is what if I'm you were a robot. I'm not a robot. No. I, I 
big dreams of being a robot, but I don't think they're going to come true. Uh, instead, I'm a uh, enthusiast, robot right. enthusiast. So yeah. in which case, what if you were a robot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, obviously, I wouldn't need to eat food, drink drinks, or and, and I wouldn't need to breathe oxygen. So I'd probably do a lot of just flying into space to avoid conversations that are boring. So if you, you've been... <laughs> You ever been around adults and they're talking about stuff that is pretty boring? You, if you're a robot, you could just go, boo, just go into space with like that's my robot noise, boo. It's a and very just, good robot noise. Yeah. You fly off into space, and your mum would go, oh, and your mum's friend would go, where's he gone? He's gone into space. You can fly around up there. I mean, what I like, because you pointed out something I've never thought about before, is that robots don't mm. have to do so many of the stuff that we have to do as people. They don't have to go, yeah. they don't have to do a poo, they don't have to eat a sandwich. No. So they've got no so bunker. much more oh, time. Yeah, uh, uh, sorry, I'll, I'll wow. bleep that out. But okay, thank goodness, you, thank did goodness. Did you say, bum, maybe, I, did, I wasn't sure if you said all of Bumguff there, or if you just sort of said it a little bit. I did okay. say the whole thing. You did say I the whole thing, the whole okay. Thing. I'm, so. I'm, I'm a completist that I said the whole thing. Yeah, you see, which you probably wouldn't have done if you were a robot. She'd have just deleted that from your brain and... and uh, yeah, I, my brain would have uh, computed that it would be so bad to say that and then I'd have just gone, instead I will go, boom, and fly into space. <laughs> which is so much better. But this is what I was going to yeah. say, is that robots have just got so much more time on their hands to do mm-hmm. other stuff. Is that they why don't they, need to sleep. Yeah. They don't, need to, they no don't sleep. even need sleep. Mm-mm. What do they do at None. night? Just fly around in space. <laughs> Just fly around. They fly around in space. Um, they they get things out of trees because they can fly oh, up there. Brilliant, yeah. Uh, they can fly as well. That's the other thing. Unlike a human, they can fly. Um, they go on holiday whenever they want. Wow. Because what's holding us back from going on holiday? Yeah. We can't always get on a plane. Don't need to if you're a robot. Boop, Barbados. That's amazing. Because obviously there's like astronauts on the International Space Station all the time. Are they just seeing mm. robots like fly past going boo like every day? Is that like, <laughs> get out of the way, I'm trying they to are. fix something. Yeah. Boo. <laughs> yes, they do. Yeah, they do. Um, they've That guy who, do you remember the guy on the space station who sang that David Bowie song, sang Space Odyssey? Yes. Uh, Odyssey. Chris, uh, Commander Chris Hadfield with his excellent moustache yeah. like Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Absolutely. He's a big fan too. Uh, he said, oh, you uh, have to tap on the window to get him to get out of the way because there's always robots. And his his way of um, describing them was he went, he didn't like him. He went, those tin guys. He said Ooh. that. He was Ooh. really disrespectful. And he went, oh, you'd be trying to sleep. And all you could hear outside the window was boo. You tap on the glass and go like that. Get away, get away. Like wave them away. Like when you're on a bike outside a grumpy neighbor's house. And they're like, get out of here. It's difficult because part of me feels like calling them tin guys is pretty rude and pretty offensive. It is. And and not very nice. But at the same time, it must be really annoying if you're like an astronaut and you're like, I've got to do these things like see if plants grow and try and like poo in a tube and um, not not bang my head on the ceiling. And and all these tin guys are just going boo and having the time of their very long robot lives. It's quite quite a way to taunt a space guy Mm. uh, like, like Chris. Um, also, I heard, right, I don't know if this is true because I've never been to space because I'm not a robot or a space guy, but they only know they need a Wii by um, timing it. What? <laughs> they go like, they go, oh, it's been five hours since I last did a Wii. 
so I probably should do a wee now. That's how they know to do a wee, because your wee weighs down your bladder, doesn't it? Right. In, on, the, on regular Earth, because so, gravity weighs it down. No gravity in space, so they don't know. So, hang on, so if they didn't time it, they just end up so full of wee? They just, I like, imagine they would just wet themselves. I imagine wow. it would just come out anyway. Oh no, and then yeah. in space and but it would it, float everywhere and there'd be wee everywhere and you'd have to be spinning around yeah. trying not to get wee in your face. And you're just like walking around with a glass catching the wee as it floats around and going to your fellow space guys, sorry. Sorry for oh, the wee explosion. Yeah. And <laughs> they go, oh, they went, they go like, oh, Chris, that better be lemon squash. And he goes, sorry, it's wee. <laughs> And all the while outside, boo, like that would be an awful like, day. Oh, get out of here, get out of here. <laughs> and the robot's like pointing at him going, ha, 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 his wee is flying all around. <laughs> <laughs> and the very wee good gets to have the time voice. of its life. D- yeah, that's how they talk. <laughs> right. That was, I mean, it was very good. I was very impressed. I, I mean, the, the thing, thing is, at the moment, like robots sound, the way you're describing robots is they sound really fun and they're flying mm. around space and they're going on holiday and they're getting stuff from trees. So I suppose like balls and cats and plastic bags. Yeah, um, they're helpful. Yeah. But then why do some like, uh, why are some mean about beans? Like that's what I want to, like why are some like, oh, stacking up beans and being mean about this them? Is, this is the thing with a robot. Uh, they, they have the disadvantage of a human can, can program them. Um, obviously the ones that fly around in space and stuff, they've been allowed their own minds and they've been allowed to live the life they choose. But the robots in Mean Bean Machine, they all work for Dr. Robotnik, who's a bad guy. Sure. He's not, he, he's, I think he's known as Eggman now. I'm not sure if that still stands, but uh, he's, he's not a good person and he made the robots be bad. So if you were a robot, you'd have to hope that mm. you were programmed by someone nice that likes going boo yeah. in space and not someone that Ooh. says, I'm going to mess up these mean beans. Yeah. Although if I was a bad robot programmed badly, I would still enjoy my work. So. Sure. Sure. That's important. Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I'd enjoy what I was doing. So either way, I'm having fun. Sure. That's oh, that's nice, actually. Nice and nice that you can find a way to enjoy the work. It's a very positive outlook, I think, and that's yeah, that's really good. Um, a question I've got for you as well, Susie, is that if you because a lot of the robots, like when you see them, some just have like sort of grabby hands, some have like hands yep. that shoot lasers, some have like hands that are like a drill or like do something yeah. specific. I wonder, like, what gadgets might you have if, if you were a robot? What would you like to have? A little, a little oven, cook Ooh. a beautiful meal. I would as a robot I wouldn't be able to eat it but I could sure. always give it to somebody else who'd go oh thank you so much for this and I'd enjoy the thanks wow so it's still that... selfish because all I want is the thanks I go you're welcome it would it no be worries. like sort of in your t- tummy Ooh. area I guess wouldn't it it would have to be like on, on the chest or tummy yes, area yes it'd yeah. be a central a central unit um you wouldn't also, want it on like the, the bum or something, because then that, you, like if somebody oh, had to open your bum no. to get a sandwich, that would be horrible. Exactly, and they're like, "Did you pop this out?" I go, "No, I'm a robot. That's just yeah. where the unit yeah. is." Yeah, much better. Have it on the front. Don't alarm anybody with that. Yeah. Uh, and the top of my head is a workstation for oh. prepping food. That's really handy. It's a flat worktop with a lovely marble finish. 
That's lovely. And would you then to yeah. like accompany that? Would you have like one hand with a spatula on it and one hand with like a, a knife for chopping or something? You know, with a series yes. of different implements. Yeah, obviously they're on my robot arms, uh, but equally I can hide away my knives, spatulas, wooden spoons, and replace them with a good old metal hand. Nice for nice. for knocking on the glass of the space station when Chris is trying to. Have <laughs> Hello, mate. Are you sure you're meant to be asleep? And he goes, oh, 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 robot. <laughs> tin guys. Tin. Those tin guys were flying around outside. He's the only one on the space station who hates them as well. Yeah, I bet. I bet. All I the other people that. on the space station, they like them. And they're like, don't just reduce them to just tin guys, Chris. That's such a terrible thing to do. And he just goes, oh, well, walks off for a wee. But I, I have a feeling, time. I bet that's because the others don't see that in the middle of the night, the robots are knocking on his window, showing him the sandwiches they've made in their bum and then like <laughs> laughing at him, the wee being everywhere. So I think yeah. I always feel like they've got it yeah. in for him. Yeah, I know. Like all Chris wanted to do was be a space guy and the tin guys are like, ah, look at you <laughs> in space. So at the end of the day, as my grandma used to say, it's six of one and half a dozen to the other, which is the wrong saying. She did used to say it. <laughs> it's six of one and half a dozen to... Ma- Mary Kempner, she used to go, six of one and half a dozen to the other. And even when I was eight, I went, I oh, know that's wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think how that... Say, say if you bought a box of 12 eggs, you'd yeah. have you'd keep six, but then you'd have to give six to, to another person. To somebody else. I think yeah. that's how she thought it worked, yeah. That's quite kind. Yeah. And my granddad on the other side of the family, Andreas Schneider, he was, it, English was his second language. He was Austrian. And he used to say, Is the Pope's nose Catholic? Whoa. Wow. That's an interesting <laughs> He thought that was well. the saying, Is the Pope's nose Catholic? Is the Pope's nose Catholic? And it, I don't, yeah. yeah who, who which knows? it still works. Yeah. It still yeah, works. It does. Yeah. It does still work. Doesn't, doesn't change it? the meaning. No. No. That's fascinating. <laughs> That is well. I, I I might start asking that question myself, and the Pope should probably ask it really as well. I don't know how he tell it. It depends on if it asking. sounded like it was praying when he blew his nose or something. If like when he blew his Ooh, nose, yeah, went, or like you know, Boo. yeah, yeah. Boo. Maybe if the Pope, or I would like if the Pope did a smell. Uh, he if the Pope smelled something, and he like okay, what do, what do Catholic things smell like? Of candles, uh, what, an old church, a candle, yeah. some wine. And he smells something. Imagine if he smelled some wine and went, oh, I don't like that. Oh, it's the Pope's nose Catholic. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. Because maybe wow, it isn't. It's... It doesn't like the smell of a church or wine or whatever. That's, wow. It's, uh, I mean, there's probably there's probably lots and lots of ancient writings in the Vatican's about various Popes whose noses weren't Catholic and that, and the problems yeah. that caused and various Popes whose noses were, were Catholic. And it's because the other phrase Pope that goes Gregory. always along... The other phrase that always goes along with that is de bears poo in the woods. And, yes, you know, and it's like, well, do bears poo in the woods? Because the idea is, well, they they always do, but I bet sometimes yeah. they don't. I bet sometimes they fancy no. a change. One, they do one in the city, little yeah. pup in the city. Yeah, bear, bear pup in the city. <laughs> I'd watch that. That sounds great. You know, that's a Pixar. Get Pixar on the phone. I've got a picture to do. Hey, Disney Plus, I've got something for you. It's about a bear who doesn't like to pup in the woods. <laughs> Likes to a do it in the city. A lovable bear, a busy city, <laughs> a different place to poop. <laughs> Pope Gregory was just an ordinary bear <laughs> until he needed a poop in the city. 
<laughs> I think we need to pitch this. This sounds this sounds like such I think a, it's good. A I think it's really good. Show. Yeah, I would definitely one hundred percent watch it. Um Wow. <laughs> I feel like I, I didn't expect us to get to uh Catholic Pope's noses and, and, and bears pooping, but this is where the conversation yeah. has, has taken us. And and I suppose the Here final question I should ask you really about being a robot, the really important one that we, yeah. we should have said maybe up front is what would you be what do you think your robot name w- would be? Would you just have a number of numbers or would you have like a cool robot name? Uh, Pope Robot. <laughs> Pope Robot. Yeah, the Robo Pope. Robo Pope. Robo Pope. I, I mean, I, I don't mean to dismiss yeah. Pope Robot, but Robo Pope sounds amazing, doesn't it? Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's good. It's it's that's the nickname, but full name Pope Robot. Sure. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, that's quite. That's a really <laughs> great name with your with your oven uh, that makes food, your various uh, yeah. kitchen implements, and your amazing chopping. bomb sandwiches. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, I, I feel like uh, if if anyone should be a robot, I think you should be allowed to be one because that was definitely some oh, of the thanks. best answers I've ever heard. Um, and Thank I hope you. That, means a lot. Yeah, I hope Elliot. I hope Elliot, uh, aged eight in California, is pleased with that answer, and I hope maybe yeah. it'll give him some inspiration for what he would do if he was a robot um, too. Mm. So thank, thank you, Susie. It's so good to have someone with your expertise uh, come on the show and talk <laughs> about you. it. Thank um, you. And what, what, have you, what have you got planned for the for the rest of today? Are you going to be uh, climbing the shoulders of any other mountaineers or sports people, or, or have you got um, other uh, things planned? I thought I'd leave the sports people and mountaineers to it today. I'm mostly going to stand outside in the good parking space, look up at the sky and imagine what it would be like to fly around up there when I'm tired of my mum <laughs> instead of what I actually have to do which is go yeah that's true uh, it's just, it just doesn't sound <laughs> as fun as going boo boo yeah oh imagine like my mum's going and another thing clear, clear up your room which like even though I'm 36 that she does still tell me clear up my room because I'm a, a, I'm a messy old bum guff oops oh, and I go um, you know I'm so sorry for listeners with delicate ears, mostly the adults, so I apologise for that. Uh, you know, she's telling me, clear up, wash up, whatever. I could just go, boo, and she'd blink and then go, huh, huh, ah, and she'd know I was in space bothering the space guy. <laughs> the true dream, the true brilliant dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. And the shape of the bean helps it roll. Thank you so much to Suze for that amazing insight into just what it would be like to be a robot. I have always wondered myself. And of course, those excellent traffic cone tips too. Um, and Elliot, I do hope that you feel that's answered your very, very important question. Maybe you can get in touch with us and let us know just what if you were a robot too. Uh, if you aren't already a robot and this is some sort of trick, who knows? It's very tricky to tell with those robots because they can email as well. Um, if I was a robot, I think I'd have a special hand that had a shovel on it just for getting rid of stinky hippos and the people who think it's okay to cook them in the office on Honestly, the smell is is really the worst. It's like if a cat weed on some very smelly cheese and then that made that cheese into a toasted sandwich. Blech. Anyway, um, if you have a question that you'd like answered or jokes or anything else except, obviously, stinky hippos, then please get your stompy sulk trolls, sorry, sorry, grown-ups, to help you uh, email us at podcast at comedyclubforkids.co.uk. And of course, should those grown-ups fancy buying us a pot of anti-stinky hippo juice for all the help that we've given you with your remote learning, then they can do that via the ACAR support button or at ko-fi.com forward slash comedy club for kids right and now for our outro from 99.9999999 year old clara lily goodbye i hope you don't listen to next week's wait i mean i hope you do listen to next week's episode bye you have been listening to comedy club for kids presents
nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. Radio nonsense. It's the end.